Good morning, everyone, and welcome to On the Bump, an SP Streamer podcast presented by Rotorballer.com. It's your daily morning streaming pitcher advice for Tuesday, August 25th. I'm your host, Doug Ishikawa, and you can follow me on Twitter at Coachinish. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, the man who gives the people what they want, and that's Tyler Malley. It's Mr. Michael Simeon. Good morning, Michael. What's the good word? Tyler Malley did not give us what we want the other day, so uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're getting that from, Doug. We said it earlier, though, because we put it out on Twitter and because we put it in the hands of the people, it's their fault. It's not yours. Your record is still intact, so I'm very proud of you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I probably should have blamed them for it, but I decided to be nice. So. This morning, we're very ex excited indeed. As you know, Michael has been Ryan Gosling notebook letter writing almost every day in hopes to persuade our very special <laughs> guest this morning to join us for some coffee and streaming picture advice. And as luck and persistence would have it, we're thrilled to have on a man that really needs no introduction, the founder of PitcherList.com. It's Mr. Nick Pollock. Good morning, Nick. Thank you so much for being here with us today. What is happening? That is an incredible introduction. And <laughs> I just want to say... Um, I have read these notes um, inside your notebook, and you know, uh, <laughs> just one day, you know, I'll have my own notebook for you. You'll see. You'll see. You know, somewhere in Florida, Yancey Eaton just tweeted a Rachel McAdams GIF. So, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh no, you say GIF? No, don't. I say GIF. Don't do that to me. I say GIF. Is it? Are you guys sure it's not? It, well, well, didn't the yes. creator say it's GIF? Yeah, but he doesn't know anything about linguistics. <laughs> he knows things about computers and stuff, and we love him for it. Well, oh, I know, no. I know, Nick, that you're the master of creating them. So you tell me, educate us now. What should we be calling it? It's it's obviously GIF. Um, anyone that works at PitcherList actually is contractually obligated to say it because we are Pitcher Gifts Inc. That is technically our company name. So, yeah, it's well, not a peanut butter. Guys. I don't well, give you a gift. I give you a gift. Well, <laughs> that's true. Michael only really pays me in smiles, so you know what? I'm not contractually <laughs> obligated to too much. But let's get right into what we do. You know, the Mets are back at it today in the doubleheader against the Marlins as all 30 teams are set to play in a full slate of evening and night games. Nick, is there a pair of dueling arms that you'll be watching closely tonight? I mean, I am really excited for Alcantara. Hopefully, like, that's that's so exciting to see, you know, um, if he does get that start again. But really, it's like Rich Hill against Shane Bieber. I I hope that Rich Hill has that 90 mile per hour fastball again. It was 88 last time. It's making me a little terrified of him at the moment. His swing strike rates are way down. And I know we have this idea of like, oh, Rich Hill, he's this amazing fantasy asset because of his caper walk rates. And now he's on the twins and he should be doing so well. And we really haven't seen Rich Hill actually be good yet. And we think, wait a second, right? He's 40 and he's been coming off of <laughs> yep. elbow injuries and he's already had one the IL sent this year, we're kind of waiting for there to actually be a good Rich Hill on the mound. So I'm hoping for that one, and hopefully he can duel against the almighty Shane Bieber. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, I mean, I'm I'm looking more at uh, the Reds Brewers because I, I just love watching Castillo pitch. And he's going against Woodruff. And, uh, I mean, Castillo's been pretty frustrating. I own him in, like, every league because I have a sick obsession with him. But... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I he's he's obviously from what we can tell. Uh, I mean, 
he he's been unlucky. You know, I I think his his fastball has actually been somewhat better this year, and uh, you know, I think he's got that filthy changeup that you know will always be one of the best in the league. I think he has a little issue with his command recently, but uh, so you know, watching him is just so much fun to me. Oh, and then yes. obviously Woodruff on the other side, we kind of want to see how he's uh, how he's developing that change up and um because he's really needed that secondary pitch and i think mm-hmm. he's that's going to be what can really push him to the edge to become a better pitcher going forward um so i yeah. love those I think, <laughs> I think those are great uh, i mean first of all you're talking about castillo being in love like oh that speaks straight to me um that's something i should have already mentioned congratulations on the gig at rotographs man Oh, uh, and that was actually one of the first articles I wrote there was about Luis Castillo it was like, oh. you know, why I am in love with Luis Castillo. I think that's what I called it. And it was like five at bats <laughs> outlining like, how amazing he is. And this was back in 2017. And then that led to, of course, everyone hating me in 2018 when I was like, go get Castillo. And then he was terrible. And yeah, that was fun. But uh, I actually stayed away from him for a while because I felt like every time we wanted it, like him to be really good, he just couldn't put right? it together. <laughs> Well, it was it's, so frustrating. It's weird. I mean, he's uh, he has that lower arm angle, and he's a bit of a slinger, and that allows him to get the right arm angle for that changeup to get that just absurd break on it. But it does mean that his fastball command isn't as yeah. easy to find as guys that get more on top of the ball because it's just mm-hmm. easier to to make those small adjustments as opposed to your timing throwing cr- across your body. Mm-hmm. But it is like a good slider too i mean that's the kind of that's the pitch that i think a lot of people would love to have as their number two and he just happens to have it as his number three and i think separates Castillo from others and you made a great point about woodruff like i don't think that slider or changer are ever going to be there but it just needs to be good enough yeah and last start with his fastball is like really bad you know he's got to get back up in the zone with four seamers a lot and if he can do that his slider's fine change up whatever like it'll be fine. <laughs> that should be. That's a great pick. I love that. Were you big into uh, to Woodruff coming into the year? I. I mean, coming into this season. Yeah. Um. Kinda. I mean, not as high as others. I think I had around thirty on my list entering the year. I. It, it was weird because I have this thing called camp counseling with the Brewers yeah. that's like Craig Counselor over manages them and pulls them too early. He doesn't mm-hmm. want them to be adults. That's what right? I was afraid of too. <laughs> right. And like, so I didn't have him as high as the other bulk arms like Lance Lynn or uh, Bauer or Gray, that kind of thing, where I figured, okay, those guys are going to go strong from the get-go. But nevertheless, I think I was still in on Woodruff. I mean, I, th- I don't mm-hmm. think anyone really had him like around 20 or so. So he was definitely in that pool of guys that I was considering around like the seventh, eighth round. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I did see some people have him pretty high actually. <laughs> but uh yeah, I was with you. I was afraid that you know they wouldn't let him go deep, especially if they were contending later on, because kind of like last year they were pulling those guys really early. Sure. Uh yeah. so that worried me. And so I, I know Doug's about to transition us into streamers, but before we get into our picks, I kinda wanted to ask you some questions about sure. streaming this year. Um it sucks. Yeah. So do you, my first question is, do you find it to be more difficult this year compared to last year? Well, I mean, okay. So I, I, I don't know how they let me, but they let me do a presentation at first Pitch Florida about streaming. And which I totally, by the way, I wasn't there, but people were, and I was like, take notes and send me everything he says. (laughs) I think, I think everything, you know, like everything that I would say that you already know. And Mm -hmm. I started it off being like, okay, the first thing you need to learn about streaming. And I put it, the thing streaming sucks. And then I emphasize a like, in April, I don't normally stream. 
I don't normally go heavy on it unless mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I think this guy's really good and this is a we expect this team to be a really, really bad matchup. You know, like that's just or a really good one for the pitcher. That and that those extremes are the only ones I go for. And if I am streaming, it's only really to chase as much upside as possible. Because I emphasize the point there that there were like 40 guys off the waiver wire that provided value in 12 team leagues last year. I mean, I'm talking about guys picked after 275 in drafts, about 40. And I listed them all off. Brandon Woodruff was one of them. Lucas mm-hmm. Giolito and Soroka and Freed and so on and so forth. The, and the list is endless. Like Lance Lynn. And the point of streaming early is normally not necessarily just to like get a a secret ace or whatever, you know, using those stats to create your ace. It's more of trying to find the roster, right? Like yeah. finding that actual guy. So you don't need to stream anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but this year it's like, what? there's no time for any of that. You have to make <laughs> all these much more small sample decisions. And not to mention more guys are injured. You know, looking at the list I dropped today, like, or not today, yesterday, uh, it's, oh man, the, 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 the pitchers, the, the landscape is just broken. Yeah. And how many guys I have in like the 40s are like the, supposed to be in the 60s or so, but there they are like, oh, hey, 40. I had <laughs> Luzardo in the top 20. I wouldn't normally have him in the top 20, but everyone's hurt and it's weird. Yeah, it definitely been a really We're doing the weird best we can, here. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you think is most important if you had to pick one uh, when it comes to streaming? Sure. A pitcher's skill set or the opponent? Oh, man. Uh, I would say it starts with opponent. I mean, if there's a guy that's truly cruising, like I'm thinking of Kevin Gausman right now yeah. as one that's like, okay, he's really nailing it. He had 97 mile per hour fastballs at the top of the zone and splitters that were working. Like yeah. that's going to work. In general, if they're a streamer, they don't have these abilities. You know, they're on the wire yeah. because they don't have the talent to just take over any opponent. So I find myself very much more focusing on the opponent. And then, I mean, it's obviously a secret sauce. So like, how much do you weigh the opponent? How much yeah, do you weigh yeah, the skill yeah. set? But, uh, but it's always first, like, who are they facing? And then it's like, okay, cool. Who do I feel most confident in to take advantage yeah. of that? Yeah, same here. I, I kind of go between the matchups and then I find a couple that I like. And then from there, I really just go to the skill set and see what I think, mm-hmm. you know, or if someone's been hot as of late. And right. uh, I got one more question. Um, sure. Is there a pitcher right now who is basically considered a streamer that you think can provide a lot of value moving forward? Oh man, I mean, I've mentioned Gaussman. Nah, I can't. I can't say that. Dakota Hudson. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dakota Hudson. Uh, new breaking ball. I think at least he's using it more. Up to twenty percent of the twenty percent uh, swing strike rate on his curveball when it was like eight percent last year. He's throwing more breaking balls than last year as well. Has a twenty five percent strikeout rate in the super 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 small sample. Maybe this works. It's a good defense behind him, and it doesn't need to be like the ridiculous BABIP and everything that he got last year to be, you know, to to be decent, decent, you know? Yeah. And he's got a good matchup coming up against the Royals. Exactly. I'm rolling with that one. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which one's yours? For that day? No, no, just like who's a streamer that you feel like? Oh, oh. um, You see, I was going to cop out and say Gosman, too. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's so hard. I feel like, I, I feel like, I want to say Tywan Walker, but yeah, I feel like it's also kind of matchup dependent. <laughs> yeah, the problem with the Walker is like, I don't, what's his best secondary pitch? Oh, top of my head, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, is it the splitter? I don't think so. Kerbal was better, but I don't know. It, 
there isn't really anything. And his his fastball sometimes is all right and good. And like then he gets like eight Ks and I'm like, oh hey, all right. Yeah. But you right. can't buy into that. So yeah, I don't know. I like I want to like Taiwan Walker more. Um, and then Danny Duffy, why do I have to have that forearm injury? <laughs> I yeah, I was yeah. like so into him coming into this year too, and uh, not not so into him, but like I like some some of the changes he made, cool. and I was streaming him early. And um, this this yeah. is something I get from Eno that I think you're 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 doing too. Is that we fall in love now with like the ones that we. I don't know. We have like an instinct, like, oh, maybe they can actually be good. Those are the yeah. ones we're excited about, not the ones that actually are good and are just amazing now. It's like, no, no, no. This guy, maybe that one day can yeah. be good. That's what you get excited about. You know, you want people to to be at their best, and so those are the people you latch onto. And That's I, I feel like, trait. I, I like feel that. like too, because I stream. You know, I pick streamers all year. So like coming into this year. I feel like I loved all these streamers who helped me out last year. And like, I definitely overvalued them because of what they were doing for me. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand that completely. So Nick, if we were to look at today's slate of games, who would you say that you feel comfortable streaming with everything that you guys have just talked about? <laughs> oh man. I, the guy I'm, I'm going for, I, uh, and I had, oh yeah, it's Adam Wainwright, which is weird. And I don't really love Wainwright, but he actually kind of has proved himself so far this year that he can be just good enough. He's only allowed four and runs in his three starts thus far. He is stretched out at seven against the Reds last time out. I'm not confident in it. I'm not feeling good about it. Uh, there is another one, but I imagine that Mike's going to choose that one. So I'm not going <laughs> to say it. Uh, but if not, then that's a fun discussion too then. But yeah, Adam Wainwright's probably the one that I would go with if I had to go with a streamer uh, today. Yeah. Um what is your what is your threshold nick For... uh it's 20 percent. okay and, uh, and yeah have you looked at wainwright lately <laughs> is he above 20 percent? he's over 50 <laughs> what why all right fine get out of here seriously yes I, like why are people holding on to wainwright through the entire oh my lord all right uh, i have another one i'm so sorry i, I we are definitely have the same one <laughs> oh, is, is alex young yeah yeah, okay. Alex Young actually, I think, has better stuff than people think. It's uh, Rocky Road. That is the yeah. Colorado Rockies on the road. Uh, his changeup and curveball are both kind of... His changeup's really good. Changeup's been really good. And his curveball's better, I think, than it has been. We've seen it in, in you know go off at times. He's now also stretched out. Man, I need to I need to change that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I need to I, you know what? It's funny. I have to admit something, Nick. I mean, obviously... <laughs> so, so I've been... a a massive fan of yours for a long time. And um, I basically, when I started to kind of get into this, everything I learned came from you. Oh, so man. your articles I'm every so day, <laughs> <laughs> your articles every day that you put up, like talking about pitchers. Uh, I used to read that. I still do actually every single morning. Oh man, that's um, My you. favorite articles ever. And um, so like, it, I feel like people too, like if you were to read my stuff, I like kind of, mimic everything you say because i've followed you so i like look at the same stats you do and um so yeah so i uh i again i read that article every morning and i saw you picked wainer and i was like does he know he's over 50 percent on no idea <laughs> like i i totally i've just there, there are times you've had this where you're like wait people are doing that or they're not yeah doing oh this? like i i tweeted the other day i was like wait not that I want to, but I can't stream Senzatella right now. He's like fifty oh, percent no. owned. 
Yeah, well, that, I, I get I get that one. Everyone like you can you can get a basis of like the populace on how many questions you get about a guy. That's true, right? Yeah. As in, like mm-hmm. you can just kind of see like okay, they're they're curious about this. Okay, I'm sure that yes, yeah, Sensatel, I got so many on. Uh, that's not unfortunately not, not something I would trust. Also, because it's I mean it's cores and stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah, he didn't do well over the weekend. But Cal Freeland is a curious one. How do you how do you feel about Freeland here? I don't know what it is. Um, I sort I stupidly kind of bought in two years ago, and I mean, he like I, burned I, I me, or last year, I did, and he burned yeah. me. So I like ju- I just can't. I don't have faith in him really anymore. Sure. <laughs> I so, mean, I like that. I mean, it's. I think it's. It's pretty. Uh, you know, I mean, he obviously made a pitch exchange. He's going to change up a lot more, um, which I guess could mean something. But I just I can't get behind these Rockies pitchers. I just can't I know, do right? it. Is can't that crazy? It. This is the weird thing though, because it's such a short season. Like we have a better idea of you know, like if you're doing it for a full year, it's like, well, okay, I'm going to get like 13, 15 starts and cores and whatever. Now it's like, oh, but maybe just like one (laughs) or maybe two. And you think, oh, wait, okay. If he goes to the, you know, the Rangers again, or he goes to Arizona, like that's, oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I am, I'm finding myself gravitating more, uh, this year than I have before, like every year, there's like other things that you kind of tweak to your whole entire formula of assessment. Right. And the more, I'm trying to focus on like avoiding the heart of the plate, the better, you know, the guys that are actually able to throw starts that you don't just see like a clump in the middle, regardless of like if they get burned or not. Like you see Luke Weaver, he's still throwing four seamers like in the middle. Like that's not, (laughs) that's not what we want. Yeah. So, but Freeland's done a really good job of not throwing in the middle now. And there's something to be said about that. I think that's part of the reason why he's had, some of this success hmm. now yeah i'm not gonna throw him in cores i don't know if i'm gonna throw him like against the dodgers or something like that you know it might yeah. still just be terrible but yeah i'm back on the like he's back, back on the on menu of considering <laughs> you know freeland again as like a toby you know that that yeah. middling starter that is just like all right fine i'm okay with this yeah i could totally see that yeah yeah definitely guys great insight from two of the best pitching minds in the community. Now I absolutely know what it was like being Christian Leitner watching Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen at a dream team practice. <laughs> I, I'm totally what? fine setting screens and rebounding. Just just let me in the team photo and say I was here. You guys know what I'm saying? Unreal. I got you. <laughs> I don't know where you come out with these things. <laughs> You know, as always, head over to our site, sbstreamer.com, for all your pitching options. Join the SB Streamer Discord family, or if you could rate, review, or share the fastest morning show in the fantasy land, that would be fantastic and greatly appreciated. And before we go, make sure you get your daily read on. Friend of the pod, the great Paul Spoyer, dropped his latest piece at Rotograss about the surging Jake Cronenworth. It's definitely worth your time, as that's our show for today. Nick, once again, thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure talking pitchers with you. Oh, an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot, Nick. Nick, would you like to share any final thoughts, any plugs or mentions to what you've got upcoming? Uh, honestly, I keep listening to Mike. He's great at this. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, this this is the year of chaos. Like, we're trying our best, guys. That, that's it. That's yes. all I want to plug. Remember that. that. in your mind, okay? <laughs> and, Nick, we have to say thank you for teaching us the word GIF over JIF. And, <laughs> thank you. Uh, we thank will... you, Doug. We will put that in the Rolodex, and we will Please. be mindful of every single time that we use one from here on out. But, Michael, it's always great to talk to you. I will talk to you again tomorrow, my friend. Yes, sir, definitely. 
For Nick Pollock and Michael Simeone, I'm Doug Chicago. We'll be back tomorrow with an all-new streaming pitcher for your fantasy team. In the meantime, take care, stay safe, and we will see you soon. 